Savaged Unfiltered. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savaged Unfiltered. <laughs> Your host, Michael Gardner. Like a hell cat. Guys, we got a lot to talk about on the show. I want to get into the uh, TikTok. Uh, now uh, the U.S. wanted to ban TikTok. Uh, I guess they want to ban... Uh, uh, people that are going to be lip singing and stuff like that. I don't know what they're going to get from it. You know, there's a lot of sexuality uh, of videos coming out of TikTok. Uh, I also want to get to some other news, guys, some breaking, breaking news um, with Joe Biden now claiming Republicans want to ban transgender surgeries for children connected to anti-Semitism. Uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about, some trending stuff coming off of uh, Twitter. Uh, the whole Twitter files, guys, heated show for you guys. U.S. lawmakers have announced new bipartisan legislation to ban China's popular social media app, TikTok. The bill would block all transactions from any social media company that are under the influence of China or Russia. TikTok's owner, ByteDance, has not come. All right, you guys, uh, you know, I want to talk about this show uh, today, Sas, uh, with uh, with Twitter. Uh, let's let's start off with Twitter with the uh, Twitter files, man. What do you think's going on with Twitter? I th- I think what's going on with Twitter is that Elon Musk is exposing the the corruption. You know, you think, and he is exposing the corruption, and he's exposing the double hypocrisy of what the liberal media or what the Democratic Party has truly done and truly suppressed. Not only your Republicans, but other like high-ranking Republicans, such as President Donald Trump, and and how they're really after our sense of free speech. And he's exposing how the Democratic Party is doesn't really stand for free speech, unless if then you have free speech. But if not, then you're a terrorist and you're a um, a homophobic and you're like anti-LGBT and then you're anti-alphabet people. I think. And if you even post anything about that, then you get like, uh, and then if you post any truth to it, then you're considered as a conspiracy theorist. You know, yeah. For, for instance, we look at the job reports, and right. I love this one. For instance, where Joe Biden, he thought like he the White House or Joe Biden said that uh, he raised the Social Security is going to be the highest in in ten years. He's raised our Social Security uh, salary and and highest than ever. And he was the first president to do that. But then what happened is Elon fact-checked him, and then it caused the Biden administration to take down that Twitter. And they don't want to answer why they misled the public. It's, it's showing the double hypocrisy. And also, what's also being exposed is the laptop from hell. Miranda Devine, now New York Post columnist and a Fox News contributor. She's also author of the book, Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden, Big Tech, and the Dirty Secrets the President Tried to Hide. She quite literally wrote the book about this story. Miranda, great to have you here today. So first up, what is your reaction to Musk appearing to expose even more censorship that happened at Twitter and these blacklists? Well, it's certainly illuminating and helpful to flesh out what we all had suspected 
uh, was going on behind the scenes at Twitter. No one really took their assurances that they were not shadow banning people seriously. Big um, tech is in trouble. Yeah. Now, get this. In a recent Twitter post, former Twitter CEO and uh, free speech failure, right? I did that on purpose. Jack Dorsey basically responded to the re recent published Twitter files that uh, now current CEO Elon Musk is putting out. And he says this, uh, Sas. He basically put this on Twitter just uh, just yesterday. Okay. There's a lot of conversation around the hashtag Twitter files. Here's my take and thoughts on how to fix the issues identified. I'll start with the principles I've come to believe based on everything I've learned and experienced through my past actions as a Twitter co-founder and lead. What? Come again? <laughs> oh, there's, there's more. There's more. A, a follow-up tweet. They call them follow-up tweets, right? The tweet right underneath the beginning tweet now says, number one, social media must be resilient to cooperate and government control. What? Number two, only the original author may remove content they produce. And finally, number three, moderation is the best in implemented by choice savage unfiltered okay let's talk about the first one that he said sas number one that social media must be resilient to cooperate with government control what the hell does he mean by that uh, your guess is good as mine i'm guessing when he wrote that he was high on crack cocaine that hunter gave him possibility i mean yeah. you know the 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 entire establishment man uh, i i think should be tested daily if not daily weekly man for for possession of uh, of of illegal drugs i mean because half the stuff that comes out of their mouth you you want to like almost question man saying like what the hell are they thinking of you know yeah like for, like for instance that whatever that girl that the press secretary house press secretary you know what she said She's like the Twitter. She's like, well, we got to monitor Twitter because they are a threat. Well, why aren't you monitor? Why aren't you like, why aren't you like uh, moderating, um, for instance, Facebook? Why aren't you moderating uh, Instagram, Snapchat? Because there's where other child trafficking thing is. Why are you only focusing on Twitter? You know, is it because that Twitter stopped giving money to you guys? Is it because Twitter stopped giving money to the uh, the human trafficking that's been going on and that's now being exposed at how our social media giants are now trafficking pornography. What is it because of that and that you're afraid that's going to get exposed and you're what do you think? Well, uh, according to uh, the former CEO of Twitter, uh, Dorsey has been talking the good game folks on the platform. Uh, you know, he also co-founded recently talking snipes. Um, at CNN's uh, former uh, Brian Steltzer criticizing the Twitter board's response to Elon Musk takeover. He says that uh, Elon Musk is a fool for trying to rebrand the platform that I started in the early 2000s. Oh, God. Now, now, Sauce, this is the same jackass that's also the friend of uh, Black Lives Matter pioneer D. Ray McKenzie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which is known 
The movement was known for riots, loots, and burns. And guess what? Dorsey, while all that was going on, where was the shadow banning on, on the platform when he was in control of the platform? Where was the monitoring there where there was mass violence happening in streets of downtown Atlanta, uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, just to name a few? Where was the censorship there, Sauce? Where was it? Nowhere. It, it was nowhere to be found. Well, instead, he censored families uh, and people that have uh, that spoke out against COVID. He censored families and he censored people that were trying to uh, state that Fauci was going out like he's the one that started the Wuhan lab and that America actually had uh, gave billions of dollars to China to fund a uh, game of function. So he was going after that and he was also going after families and he was too worried about people going after families that stood up against school board meetings and said, no, enough is enough. You can't mask our children. For instance, you know, I, I sent you a video over, I think, on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. 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 You gotta put, you gotta wear it on the honey. No, you gotta keep it on. Yeah. Yeah. Put your mask on. Of a doctor just absolutely disgusted yeah. where you have this elementary school teacher, okay, forcing this kid put on a mask and he clearly doesn't like it. He's like, it's going against his own will. This is a, a four, a five-year-old child and you're forcing that. And then you're going to censor a mother that says, no, enough is enough. But yeah, you know what? we're going to sense, we're not going to, well, why didn't Jack Dorsey censor uh, the Taliban leader? You know? Yeah. It shows, it shows violence. It, it shows mayhem of, 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 of people, uh, 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 um, like literally radicalized per people, I, I, the words, I mean, I had to find them there for a minute, uh, assassinating people, chopping people's heads off. How come, how, come, uh, how come the former CEO of Twitter monitoring and censoring people showing that on Twitter? I don't know. That's a good question because he's a communist, you know, and he hates uh, America and he doesn't no. like free speech. And he's like, as long as if people can't comply to whatever I have, and he's trying to make us dependent upon Twitter, he's trying to make yeah. us dependent upon Twitter. So thinking that's like the holy grail. Savage, unfiltered. You know, yeah, it's got to be true because it's from Twitter. No. Yeah. Speaking of hate speech, you know, the the uh, the unicorn uh, loving influencer uh, over there on MSNBC's uh, read put this in uh, the headline uh, this morning here, which is all over the paper. It's on fucking Breitbart, Newsmax, now saying that unbridled hate speech, making Twitter premier location for radicalizing people. Yeah, she thinks this idiot thinks the anchor there on msnbc yeah, uh joy yeah, reed yeah. said uh just uh just yesterday on her show the readout saying that elon musk is radicalizing new users on twitter oh he's radicalizing people no he's waking people the hell up you dumb bitch I'm fired up today, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very fired up, unfiltered, savage, unfiltered show today. This is disgusting of what we're seeing in news today, where literally you are seeing users now being filled as uh, the new word now on Twitter, 
radicalized Americans. Give me a fucking break. Well, at the same time, they at the same time, they want to have free speech and when we question them, then they call us radical. But then when they're yeah. like it's the, and it's a complete ass backwards, literally. And, and so how and another thing is is that you know what, if you really think that if you really hate free speech, why don't we just do like you know how they have a make a wish foundation? Yeah. Why don't we should do that? Why don't we make this? Um, let's see, uh, free speech foundation. So if you hate like anti-free speech foundation, whatever, like for instance, Joy Reid, Peppermint Patty, you know, all these like neo-Nazis like AOC and stuff and Bernie Sanders. If you truly hate this country and what it stands for and the blood that was shed so you can spew out hate and so you can spew out like your garbage and your rhetoric, why don't you go to Russia? Why don't you go back with Brittany Grinder? And why don't you stay there for a couple months and well, actually a couple years, and then you can find a way to fly back. You can work at you can work tirelessly while Russian government takes all of your money back. And the moment you start, the moment that you think that you have free speech in Russia, is the moment that the Russian tanks go down your go down your street, and then you think otherwise. Then you second yeah. understand the concept of what free speech really means. And here's why I know from experience. Okay, when uh, back in my school, okay, back in two thousand four. Okay, I was teaching two blocks away from my orphanage, which I attended. Okay, our teacher was okay. talking about America and America, how its freedoms were founded, like its freedom were like, um, like, you know, the, the love of the country and stuff. And so what happened is we were taught the, uh, the, like the Pledge of Allegiance for America. And you know what happened? I said the Pledge of Allegiance. I tried to remember the Pledge of Allegiance, um, and I said to, and I said it too loud to one of my friends and during lunch. And I had to go to the crying room, which I was then. What a crying room in Russia they have in schools is that they whip you until you cry, and then it's like a discipline thing. So like they physically beat you and stuff until you like tell until they grade you not to do what you're taught to do. So then I had to forget the national the Pledge of Allegiance for America. Wow, I mean That's... how. Now this is coming. Well, this is a. This is why it means like a lot to me, because. Well, it hits the heart, sauce. It does, and so that's why I find it really offensive that you think that like when other countries you get literally beat. I got literally beat for saying the Pledge of Allegiance when I was like five and a half years old. And the sad part is that school did get burned down because um, they were starting to teach the Constitution. They were starting to teach the American history and so then what happened is that the russian government found out about it and it was a big hostage they boarded up all the windows and burned down the school uh in 2004 and it was one of the biggest hostage takes uh around the world and it was it was all over and it was just absolutely awful all because the school was teaching about america and this free speech that it has that's that's terrible Isn't that uh sick? but yeah but according to uh, you know, uh, according to uh, the, the the liberal nut jobs, you know that this is okay. This is okay. Uh, it's okay. Yes, it's okay. You know, uh, I want to move uh, away from this whole uh, Twitter file crap because it's 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 becoming you know crap after crap after crap. You know, I got to fill up a laundry fucking basket just to fill up the damn crap. So we're gonna move along, folks. I want to get into this TikTok uh, scenario. Uh, hitting, hitting, hitting headlines all over the place, guys. TikTok, 
The bill would block all transactions from any social media company that are under the influence of China or Russia. Meanwhile, Florida Senator Marco Rubio introduced a bill in the Senate this week that would ban TikTok from operating in the U.S. Uh, where the hell is it now? Uh, Washington Post re uh, reporting on it. CBS News all over the place. Um, readers, Vanity Flair all over the place. Sky News. I would need a, a seven shows to tell you how many freaking networks are covering this damn thing. Now, now, get this. Utah Governor Cox is now putting in a petition, ladies and gentlemen, that he wants to ban state-owned devices. What? Wow. <laughs> What's that? Why? Why does he want state-owned devices? That would be like anybody that's a state employee that works for the state of Utah will no longer be eligible to download a TikTok app on their state phone, meaning the phone that was given to them from the state okay, will no longer be able to download TikTok. Now, when we hear state phones, does this apply to the government assistant phones too, Sauce? That's a question that you might want to ask, you know, because all those phones that they give the homeless people, you know, the hobos there in the street. That, also uh, that the illegal immigrants, yeah, also the, illegal, also the illegal immigrants that get the newest iPhone out there and like it's all state. So like we all pay for their phones. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I hate to say this, but so I would like to apologize for my um, talking about the free speech thing, but it means a lot to me. And that's why I want to say that I don't I want I don't want to scare people like tell them about my story. But, you know, it's something that is in your life, you know, and it's something yeah. that is ingrained. And when you and that's why we have to we people that do come here into America really press like really take free speech to their heart. And it means a lot to them. So I want to I want to apologize for scaring your listeners. I don't mean to. Scared Michael Gardner, unfiltered. Uh, at the same time, it is your discretion, and if you don't like it, then you don't have to listen to this episode, right? But pretty much, Sas, I, you know, uh, I think we're all scared at this point or another. But uh, get ahead, buddy. But, okay. So, <laughs> what happened is, first of all, okay, if I'm paying for if state-owned phones, such as people like the illegal immigrants are getting by the millions of iPhone 14s. If they're getting a government phones that we're paying for, then I'm all for it. The only thing that they should be allowed to do on state-owned phones is call, text. Other than that, I don't want them downloading idiotic apps. I don't want them downloading um, stupid apps that like we have to pay for and it comes out of our, our, our tax dollars. I'm all for it. But for instance, for government employees, they do realize that TikTok is Chinese-owned. They do, they do realize that all the information, like your personal information, goes to China in their database. And if you're posting government secrets, what the hell are you posting government secrets on TikTok for? Well, behind the scenes of a nuclear facility or like, uh, or behind the White House. Well, what the hell are you doing that for, you Nimrod? I mean, have you, weren't you taught in school, never give out your personal information, never give out the job you do, never give out how much money you make, or never give out the description of military bases? I mean, you see all these military people on uh, and all these police officers doing these live TikToks and all these doctors doing live uh, surgery on TikTok. Well, what the hell are you doing? Are you stupid or what? Then, yes, that's just something. Well, well you know, we're talking about TikTok. We're talking about all these governors wanting to, uh, you know, ban uh, TikTok uh, for their state employees. Right now, I just mentioned Utah. 
folks, the list goes on. There are now governors in Iowa, North Dakota, and Alabama uh, that want to join GOP colleagues in banning TikTok for state employees. And Florida, now, of course, is not on the list because Florida no, says I see Florida. Yeah, I didn't see Florida. I, I did not see Florida, but I, I, I have to say that Alabama K. Ivy, North Dakota Governor Doug Burham, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds each signed executive orders in the past two days, guys, to ban the app from state-owned devices. What do you now, think? What do I think? Do you support that or not? Uh, apparently, apparently, I seen this breakout the other day, Sauce, with you know, um, you know, uh, I think the president made a comment on it, and I, I really, I can't take the guy serious because everything that comes out of the guy's fucking mouth is like what. <laughs> But apparently there's some type of like Chinese uh, hacking thing going on. And it kind of ties into what we discussed the other day uh, with intrusion attacks. Yeah. Um, so if that links to the intrusion attacks that these so-called unknown – we don't know where it's coming from, Sus. If, if, if that's the case, then yes, I, I can understand banning it. But we don't know. It's, it's still in the clouds. You know, yeah. well, and the whole thing is that you have to also look at You know, it, well, okay. Another thing is, if you have government phones, if you have government phones, okay, can't you like? Don't you realize that all government uh, government phones are tracked by the federal government? Don't you realize that, like, compared to your personal device? I was taught this in the military: never ever download personal, uh, never do, never ever use personal use. Like your personal usage for on government phones because we had government phones along with government credit cards, it was all tracked. So mm. and people got in trouble for downloading apps that they should have not downloaded. And TikTok, well, TikTok was uh, we didn't get in trouble if we download TikTok. But even then, I said, well, I'm not going to download any social media app because that's going to get all tracked. So I mean, it just comes with common sense. The Unless fuck kind of shit is that? Huh? I mean, are special. You know, like make a wish foundation employees. Yeah. Well, according to, uh, you know, a federal uh, communication commissioner member uh, that told Axios uh, this past week, TikTok's us has already accumulated more than 100 million with an M users in the United States and gained widespread popular popularity already through young people. That, now, well, yes, I would agree with that. By the way, that has grown. I would have to say, uh, I have grown in my. I have anyway. I've had strong censorship in that sense. I uh, it has done a great job. I've actually benefited from the growing of it. Now you mentioned. I want to flip flop and you know kind of circle back. Play a peppermint patty, folks. On you, Sauce mentioned um, Florida. What's Florida going? Uh, what what, the, what are they doing with this whole ordeal? Well, I got news for you, folks. Senator Marco Rubio. And um, Representative uh, Mike Gallagher, uh, he's a rep, uh, Republican out of uh, Wisconsin, right? Yep. Uh, have introduced a bill that would ban in the U.S. They want to eliminate this freaking app. Yeah, well, isn't it though? Uh, that's a question. I, I'm, I'm asking you. I mean, I'm asking you, the listeners probably that are listening to the episode. Is TikTok that dangerous for us to have it? I, it is. 
Why is it dangerous? I, I have no idea. I mean, uh, without people like lip singing and, and maybe uh, women shaking their asses, that's that's all I see on TikTok. Well, uh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> well, well, some of the things I see on TikTok are absolutely grotesque. Um, I've sent you things like um, I've sent you like, for instance, uh, th- other um, events that are going on in TikTok. Um, and I think you also have to look at this. I think people like, for instance, do these lives on TikTok and these lives are police officers on duty. These lives are military men on duty uh, that are in their offices doing live TikToks. OK, now. Those I'm strongly against, and I can see why they want to ban it, because that is, first of all, you're releasing information, and you're that for attention that you're doing a live me about, like, you going on uh, on your police call and going through, like, the whole process and stuff. No, I'm sorry. That's called that's called making friends, you know, and, and, this, and that's called living in reality. And when you live in reality, you have to realize that there are bad people in the world. That your information, all these lives that you do, it's all being tracked. Every cell phone that has a tracker in it. I mean, you don't have to have the damn location on the phone for you to be tracked by the federal government. We all know that. But my question is that this app, SAS, was not invented in the U.S. Let's do a little background history on TikTok. TikTok is a Chinese piece of software. Yep, it's U.S. Uh, invented. It's 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 it was invented by the. Uh, if if I have it correctly, my sources are saying through the Chinese government. Yes. So, and you know, what's also interesting is that in China they limit TikToks up to forty minutes. So after forty minutes, and even on TikTok in China, they don't have all these women shaking their asses. They don't have all these reels and stuff. They have like cooking. They have um, like, for instance, tips on making your house better. They also have uh, tips on or like tricks on um, building and stuff and educational stuff. You well, know, Sauce, they, yeah, Sauce, they, the Chinese, they, they do live a, a different type of lifestyle than modern Americans. They're not so worried about shaking their asses at a 7-Eleven or showing their tits at a, a gas station for attention. They're, yeah. they're they're worried about furthering their education for their children, and and there's the education is so much better there in the country of China. I hate to say it, folks, it really is, but uh, you know, with the exception of the damn country being a socialist communist country, uh, I'll give the uh, Chinese culture one thing that they're good for is education and teaching their children correct morals. That I will give them, Sas. Yes, and. And that actually in China, they don't have people marrying alphabet people. They don't have alphabet people in China. They actually have <laughs> men and women that marry each other and actually live off like more like what you said, moral compasses. And they have somewhat of a moral like standard, you know, not getting married to like whoever, like not getting married to a zebra and stuff. And then, you know, and this also shows you, though, okay, how this has gone, how we are now a laughing stock where TikTok is now considered the most addictive thing because it's like, and all these reels, you know, you see on social, YouTube, Facebook pushing off like what reels are, you know, and how yeah. you, if you watch one, then you pretty much have to watch another. And then once you watch a certain amount, then uh, it's, the algorithms all work. So then it keeps your attention in. And I have figured that out. When I watch uh, Instagram reels, I thought like I could watch one of them. And then it turns out to be three hours later. And I'm like, what did I just do with my time? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, I hear you on that. Uh, guys, I got some breaking news coming out of Florida. Just hit the um, uh, the bulletin here as we're doing this recording here. I'm, I got my uh, my TV on uh, mute here. Um, coming out of uh, Volusia County, guys, uh, which is a little east of me in uh, Daytona. Um, TikTok influencer among three killed in Volusia County wrong way crash. Now, folks, uh, troopers, this is still a developing story. Just hit uh, Fox 5 Orlando here. Uh, troopers are still searching for a hit-and-run driver involved in the crash. Now, uh, like I said, this is in Volusia County, Florida, folks, with uh, Alexandria Dolan, uh, known by her fans on social media as Ally Spice, uh, which is a huge TikTok influencer on the app. Uh, was among those killed in a wrong way crash in Volusia County uh, just just earlier today, uh, about a couple hours ago, actually. Uh, Florida Highway Patrol could confirm, folks, she was one of the victims killed in the crash on State Road 44. Now, prior to the crash, Dolan uh, had garnered about 1 million followers between TikTok and Instagram. Now, what was she doing wrong? Well, I'm going to I'm going to break down a little bit. I don't want to cover too much of it. Uh, But basically, they were saying that the uh, social media star, which is about 22 years of age, uh, was doing a TikTok video uh, while she was driving on the phone, drove into oncoming traffic on the opposite side of that state road. Crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, what well, Michael? Yeah. So yes, you also uh, have. So you also have this though, another situation that's going on. Okay, these stupid TikTok live TikToks, thinking that all these TikTok challenges. For instance, the FDA uh, pulled out a bulletin stating because there's a TikTok challenge of cooking your chicken in Nyquil. What? Nyquil. Yeah, it's, it's called Nyquil challenge. So what happens is that you go to the store and <clears throat> you buy NyQuil and you douse the chicken into it and then you cook it. So it's called the NyQuil challenge. Oh, boy. And so isn't that – I'm like, are you stupid? And it's like all these Tide Pod challenge too. I'm like, are you are you brain dead? Like you do realize it. And a lot of them – because a lot of them – the reason why is because 13 people die because of the NyQuil challenge. And you had like multiple of them die or get very like severely sick enough. So the FDA finally put a bulletin stating uh, stating that do not buy a Nyquil. And also, you look at yeah, yeah, I did see that sauce. They 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 they're taking the whole damn bottle of Nyquil, which actually this this whole little trending challenge thing, folks, came out uh, back in September. I remember seeing that back in September where they were taking the freaking Nyquil and they're pouring it into the chicken. Savage. Unfiltered. It's medicine, folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are they thinking? They're gonna marinate the fucking chicken with the damn Nyquil sauce? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's how stupid are you? Like, you gotta be stupid to do these challenges. And but at the same time, look what kind of a. And you have to be stupid enough to like. You can't think for yourself. And then what happens? We have a generation that is dependent on say, oh, you know what? what if I do this, I'm gonna get likes. And if I do and if I do this, I'm gonna I'm gonna like be famous. I don't care about what's gonna happen. I don't care if I die, but I'm gonna get those clicks. 
Well, Sasha, you're not going to get likes and you're not going to get famous when you're, uh, you know, six yeah. feet in the freaking ground. Yeah. When, when you're in Lucifer's palace, you're not going to get... Well, well, get this. There was a uh, there was a statement that was put out by uh, by the FTA saying that doing this challenge, folks, you can have uh, basically side effects with difficulty of breathing, increased urination. Oh, it's going to make you pee a lot. Oh, okay. It's going to cause seizures, dizziness, hallucinations, dilated pupils, uh, possible liver damage, and f- lastly, death. Yeah. Well, no doubt. That's what you call an overdose. Equal in your chicken. Uh, you can't use it to marinate the chicken. Use uh, regular stuff that you buy in a grocery store that is FDA approved. NyQuil is not FDA approved. The only thing NyQuil is approved for is uh, basically clearing up a, a, a cough or a sneeze. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, well, actually, NyQuil does knock me out when I take those long flights and stuff. It does knock me out for quite a bit, like especially if there's babies on the plane. I just put like two pills of NyQuil. And I just put those down my throat, and then next thing you know, I'm off like in dreamland until we land. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes, us. Folks, racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, they're all connected, he said. It's the GOP that's dividing this nation, not me. That's what Joe said in his speech. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and... The president also spoke about laws passed by Republican states to make irreversible gender transitioning procedures for children, SAS, illegal, (laughs) arguing that they were transphobic and inspired by hate. See, this is just absolutely disgusting. You look at and then you look at what they're. Well, I definitely can tell you, look what they're uh, look up Joe Biden's search history. Yeah. Well, maybe he's maybe he's into this weird. And did you know that whole transgender thing is a what, fetish? Yeah, I mean it's. Fu- and, and, but- you're, and anyone that's attracted to that, like anyone that's attracted to, for instance, in the state of Wisconsin, okay, our governor passed an executive order actually a couple of days ago, and uh, it was Greg Guffold make a, made a joke about it last night, and so did Tucker Carlson because we can't call <laughs> child we can't call child predators any, anymore. They're called adults attracted to minors. Adults attracted to minors. That's a new one, Sauce. It is. And of course it came out it came out of liberal Wisconsin. And but we so hey, but we still welcome you, Michael though. I mean I'm twenty four, so we're good. Fuck that. Fuck that. I ain't going to that crazy state. That state will drive me crazy. I'll probably jump off the freaking bridge somewhere in Green Bay, Wisconsin. No, you <laughs> wouldn't. No, all you probably would do is dress up like a furry and then you'd fit in. Just yeah, no. But what is your thoughts though? Like, what is your thoughts on, for instance, all these like you see these democratic states, okay, trying to get like uh, pushing these stuff, and you study them saying that you know what, it's okay, like that we pay our tax dollars, okay, to do this surgery for a young kid that doesn't know they're nine eighteen. They, I mean, yeah. at, at least have some decency, you know. If you are, if for instance, if you're eighteen, okay, if I had a daughter or a son, okay. And they're five years old. And at one point, at one moment in our life, we always thought like we wanted to be the other sex. And I cross-dressed, you know, at, like I cross-dressed at like five years old, okay? Because it was for a Christmas party and it was for something, it was for Halloween. But that didn't make me a girl, did it? No. And I mean, the whole thing is that you're making a girl and now you finally grow out of it when you go like past 18 and you like go through middle school and you're like, oh, okay, now I'm cool. Like, 
I got fit in, not, not fit but in. But Tosh, Tosh, you were a young boy, and you even knew, man, that, you know, dressing up as a girl, man, was all pretend and everything and a goof. I mean, you really didn't think you were a girl, did you, Sauce? No, no, that's the thing. It's like a lot of ki- a lot of these kids don't think they, they don't know better. And for the fact that we have an administration stating, giving schools permission to give them puberty blockers. Come on, man. It's absolutely wrong. That is disgraceful. And that should be, and that is, what about the parents' consent? Has anyone heard about that? Well. For you to go on, huh? No, I was going to say, well, according to Biden, he previously described us MAGA Republicans as immoral for passing laws to block the transgender procedures for children. Oh, it's, we're immoral, folks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're immoral because we care about our kids too much. We are immoral because we want what's best for our kids and we love our kids and we want them to grow up in a healthy society where they can join the military and we can be the 1% of a badass uh, men. I am so glad I got out of our military because, you know what? I I mean, it's just, you look at it and it's like a complete joke and we're paying for it. And you have a lot of the military members now complaining why a lot of them are dropping out. They're having a hard time recruiting numbers because they don't want to be in the military. A lot of people are getting yeah. out and getting in. I wonder, yeah, I can see why. Because it's, it's, it, it's sick, Sauce. It really is. And I got to wrap it up, guys, no, because um, I, I have to take a time out myself here for a little bit before I join because I'm uh, scheduled to join Sauce's show, uh, which you got to give me some time, Sauce. I'm fired up, buddy. I, I need a glass of water before I pass the hell out. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Sounds good. Sorry. I, Sorry for the but, bad uh, language. I would like to apologize. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I welcome it. I love bad language. It's it's great. Um, it, it gives uh, the 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 hype and the show. And it actually, it, you know, language actually represents, folks. I got to do a show on language with Sauce one day. It actually represents the true character of a person, the anger, the frustration, the passion behind what they're trying to voice out. I think that was given through the uh, Almighty God uh, some thousands of years ago to mankind. Uh, you. You know, when you don't voice out your your anger, when you don't voice out your passion behind the voice that you're trying to get out, you're really not representing uh, a persona. And I think it's extremely important to voice it out every now and then to the right way, to an extent. Now, with the with the Looney Tunes in Washington and L.A. and all the uh, the crazy clowns there, what what they do is absolutely immoral, if you ask me. But. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Sauce. I want to close it out. I want to. I also want to give some announcements as I close it out. Uh, join me here uh, momentarily, guys. Uh, which this episode will air uh, later this afternoon on Sauce's show, the Sauce Report. Sauce and I are going to get into some amazing content. Highly suggest you check out that show. Also, too, guys, I want to give a hat tip to uh, Bob Lament and Miles from his show earlier this week. We did a recording, uh, which dropped uh, yesterday on iHeart. Thank you very much, those crazy bastards over there. Static Radio for allowing me to be on the air. And uh, also, too, guys, I want to uh, announce that I will be on uh, Be Raw podcast uh, this upcoming Friday uh, with Walt up in New Jersey. Uh, it's going to be a rather, rather, rather interesting show, uh, said the least. I highly suggest you check that out. Uh, and then one more announcement, guys, before we close it out here. Uh, check me out, guys, uh, as I will be having a only fans model on the show talking about sexuality and uh, just what makes her uh, uh, bedizzle, so to speak, in the industry. Uh, it's going to be a rather, rather unfiltered show, rather unfiltered show. Sasha, you got anything, man, before we close it out? 
Um, so I have some exciting news. Tomorrow, the Science Report is doing a special. I got invited to do a special episode with a business owner that just got set up. And so stay tuned for your social media handles. We're going to do a sit-down interview. Uh, we got the Therapy Twins on the 16th. No, on the 5th. I think it's on the 16th. We got the Therapy Twins uh, joining. Um, and then we also have some major. I'm also going to be on a, a podcast at 2 o'clock. Uh, it's called the Patriot Podcast. I'm going to be on there, so I'm going to send the link over to Michael after we're done with the interview. And I've also been on other podcasts. Uh, they've been more Christian podcasts. And we are, for the first time ever, okay, an atheist has contacted me. Okay, he does a podcast called Sunday Center. Okay, he we used to be a Christian and then walked away, and now he's become an atheist. And so now he wants to do a sit-down conversation and talk about, have kind of a, a battle, like over and Zoom battle. So it's going to be like over and Zoom. Oh, boy. Sasha, you better put your imaginary shield on there for that one, buddy. <laughs> yes. So it's going to be an, it's gonna be thrilling. Yeah. Pretty good line. I got pretty good uh, guest lineup, too. I, we got, oh, another big one. Tune in for the Sound Support because we're having the author, uh, Joseph Leonard, uh, from author uh, who wrote the book, uh, Terror Strikes uh, Near You. It's going to be on for a part one and part two uh, episode and for the Sound Support tomorrow and Friday morning. So you do not want to miss wow. an exciting lineup. Yeah, you don't want to miss Joseph Leonard, guys. Uh, the reason why, I mean, I'm pitching for him. I mean, he is the co-host of the show as well. Uh, that joins us on Monday and Wednesdays, but uh, you know, um, I highly suggest you check out that uh, that two part series with uh, with Sauce and Joseph. I highly suggest you check it out Thursday and Friday on the Sauce Report. Joseph M. Leonard, the author of Terror Strikes, coming to a city near you, uh, which is also the upcoming author of another book that will be out on newsstands uh, towards the middle of the end of this month. How to write a book and get it published, um, which. I'm heard. I heard it's going to be a phenomenal book, guys. That being said, guys, I have to close it out. I need a glass of water before I pass out. And uh, check me out on the Sash Report. I will be on the Sash Report very, very soon. Take these guys and uh, remember, keep it savage. Later. Thank you for listening. You just heard an episode of Savage Unfiltered. Remember to subscribe and follow us everywhere you hear a podcast. Thanks a lot, guys.